Welcome to the Connected Conversations podcast with Nicole Williams. I am your host, acupuncturist and intuitive and energetic mentor, Nicole. This podcast was created to bring you conversations that have supported me, ones that I wish I had to guide me along my journey. Conversations to help you dig a little deeper. I will be sharing lessons, tips, and chats with me, as well as conversations with like-minded women about all things life, health, mindset, and spirituality, all to support you in cultivating more connection to yourself and to your life. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Connected Conversations podcast. I'm so excited to be bringing you this episode as this topic and the things that I will be chatting about is what I absolutely love supporting my clients in understanding about themselves. And the reason why I really wanted to bring this to you is because the concepts and the things that I will be discussing have been really supportive for me throughout my life. So firstly, I want to say that I get it. I get what it feels like to be disconnected and through my own ups and downs, I have felt completely disconnected to myself, to my emotions and to my intuition. And let me tell you, it can be really scary to not feel like yourself. So this is, as I said, why I really wanted to bring you this episode. So in today's episode, I'm going to chat about three reasons as to why you may be feeling disconnected right now. And how you can feel more connection in your life. Now, I will quickly just go through what feelings you may have or what things you might be experiencing when you aren't in connection to yourself. Things like getting overwhelmed really easily, feeling really anxious or really heightened really quickly. Certain situations and conversations might feel really hard. You might feel stuck and just really unsure on what your next steps might be. So these feelings and thoughts and things that I just mentioned are signs that you may be disconnected from your emotions, from your values and from the life that you really desire. So now I'm going to talk about three reasons that I commonly see within myself and in my clients and things that I talk to my clients about all the time as to why you might be feeling this way. So firstly, we're going to talk about a dysregulated nervous system. Now, our nervous system is a super important part of our life and of our body, but it can also very often get dysregulated. And this can happen for a number of reasons, can happen, you know, from something like a certain conversation that you might have had with somebody, a fight you might have had with someone, a certain thing that's just come up that might have triggered you. It might be a big thing. Like for me, my big one is obviously grief. That has been a big, big thing for me throughout my life. And that causes obviously my nervous system to get really dysregulated. And so what happens when your nervous system gets dysregulated? This happens because cortisol, which is the main hormone in relation to our stress response, this gets elevated and when this gets elevated it turns on our sympathetic nervous system so we can deal with the stressor but the thing is is that our nervous system and our body can't actually differentiate between a perceived stress 
which a lot of the time can be emotional, as I said, like a fight with our partner or a conversation at work or something that has just made you feel uncomfortable or upset or whatever that might be. So it can't differentiate between that or actual life-threatening stresses. So throughout our day and our modern and busy lifestyle, our nervous system is often activated and this can leave us feeling completely dysregulated, exhausted and burnt out. And so when we feel like this, our decision-making, our connection to ourselves and our intuition is often skewed. So then we are left feeling disconnected. And I think it's really important that, you know, we talk about this because when we learn to understand physiologically what is going on in our body during times like this, we are able to help support ourselves in a deeper way so we can understand what our body might be doing and how we can then support it. Now, the next thing that I wanted to talk about is the balancing of feminine and masculine energy. So when I talk about this, I'm talking about the feminine energy and the masculine energy. Now, we we all have both of these energies in our body and these can come up at different times depending on what we're doing. But the thing is, is that society has taught us that we have to push. We have to be doing things. We have to be busy. And that for some reason makes us feel like we're successful or we're doing things right or whatever it might be. And the issue is is that that way of thinking completely disregards the need for flow from our feminine energy. It completely disregards our need to be ourselves and to feel. So when we are in that masculine way of thinking and living, there is no room for us to be connected to our intuition or to our emotions because we are in action all the time, which again, a common theme here, can often leave us feeling exhausted and run down. So when we are constantly pushing, we are ignoring our needs. So learning to find a balance of being in action and knowing when to slow down is so important in feeling more connection to us, to what we want, to what we want to create, to how we feel, all of those kinds of things. And as I said, we need a balance of both. We need both. We need action. We need the doing to get things done, to take steps in our life, to move forward. But there also needs to be the space and the time for us to sit in that more feminine energy so we really can actually feel what we're feeling so we don't push that away because again I see this happen all the time with clients and you know with myself from time to time and it's just so easy to keep in the action and to keep in the doing because sometimes it's scary to sit in the feminine and to sit with our emotions and our feelings because that's when the real stuff can actually come up So learning to understand that there is a need for both and that's going to fluctuate throughout your day, throughout your months, whatever it might be, but really being okay with sitting in that. All right. Now, energy leaks. This is my, um, this is sort of what I just like to call it. But you know that feeling when things just don't feel good? 
Sometimes you can't explain it. Things just feel off. Things just feel yuck, really. Trust that. Because when we don't, again, we are ignoring ourselves and living in a way that is disconnected. Now, the things that I've mentioned above about a dysregulated nervous system and an imbalance between our masculine and feminine energy then force us to not trust our intuition, to not trust these nudges or these niggles. And this often can show up as an energy leak, such as poor boundaries, issues with saying no to people, not wanting to let other people down, all of those stories and all of those things that we tell ourselves, right? But let me tell you that the more that we step into that connection and the more that we trust our intuition, we trust those little niggles, the more we are able to discern what feels good for us and then the better we will actually feel because our energy is ours. We're sitting with what we actually want. And that makes us feel connected. You know, if you're saying yes to things that you know you don't want to do, you're spending time with people that you know drain your energy. Continually over time, you don't have anything left for you. Again, you keep pushing, you keep pushing your needs aside, doing what you think you should do rather than what you want to do. And again, when we really pay attention to what feels good for us, then, you know, you really can't go wrong. (laughs) So... When you begin to feel a little bit off, take note of what's going on. Take a breath and feel into why that may be coming up for you and why that doesn't actually feel good to you. And again, these needs and wants are going to change from time to time. One situation might feel good for you in one moment and then a week later, it might not. And that's okay. Taking that pressure off ourselves to do all of these things. Again, that constant pushing, that constant doing when we know that it doesn't feel good. All right. Now, as I said, these are some of the most common things that I see coming up for me personally, as I said, but These are the conversations that I do have again and again and again with clients of mine. So what are some things that you can actually do to feel more connected to yourself? One of the main ones that I really like to try and get my clients to understand is to live in accordance to your values. Now, I encourage you to know what your values are and to understand how you can live in connection to them. These can act like an anchor to you. 
in truly knowing what you want and desire. And these are the things that you can keep coming back to. These can be what guide you in your decision making. Allowing you again to take that pressure off yourself. And so if this isn't something that you've delved into before, I do highly, highly encourage it. So if you are curious, send me an email, send me a message and I can send you through some questions or some exercises to help you really try and figure what your values are. Another big one is obviously to learn how to regulate your nervous system. And I do think that this does start with understanding what your nervous system is doing. So understanding the activation of the sympathetic nervous system and understanding you potentially being in a fight or flight response and what that means for you from an emotional um, level and also on a physical level. So learning to understand what those cues might be. So if there's a situation that you feel like has, you know, made you feel quite heightened, notice how that's feeling in your body. Where do, where do you feel that in your body? Do you feel it in your chest? Do you feel it in your stomach? Do you feel it in your head? Wherever that might be. When you start to pay attention to these things, you can learn to acknowledge them, first of all, but then you can then try and unpack them and give yourself the space and the tools and the time to regulate your nervous system again. So understanding what those little things are for you is major but then obviously other ways to regulate your nervous system and this can obviously look different for everyone but exercise is obviously going to be a big one meditation breath work which are all amazing things that you can do to learn how to come out of that fight or flight response and out of that sympathetic stress state and these also allow you to connect more with your intuition and your emotions and allow you to feel more connection to yourself because you can think more clearly. I just urge you to do what feels right for you and again, not do what you think you have to do. (laughs) So box breathing is a really incredible breathing technique that I recommend to, I think, anyone that will listen to me. So box breathing is a four second inhale, a four second hold, a four second exhale, and then a four second hold. And you can repeat that box breath a few times. You know, if there is a certain situation in that moment, you can do that box breathing or you can just do that as an exercise as you wake up in the morning or as you're going to bed at night time. And it really just helps to regulate your nervous system and tells your body that everything is okay. Because when we can slow down our breath and when we can be conscious of our breath, our nervous system is like, oh, okay, things are fine. So I can slow down. And journaling is another huge one that, if I'm being honest, I don't do it all the time. But I know that it's in my toolbox when I need it. So here's some questions that I encourage you to ask yourself and just have a little bit of a think about. How can I create more space for me? What areas of my life are feeling really good? What areas of my life have been feeling a bit yuck or icky or hard? 
Are there certain situations or people that come to mind that I feel like may be draining my energy? And if so, how can I implement some healthy boundaries? What can I add into my day-to-day to support my nervous system? And what can I do to put myself first? Now, one last thing I will say is slow equals flow. And I mentioned before about how you know, a lot of the time we're always busy, we're always doing things where we, we have to have a to-do list, all of those kinds of things. And when we are in that space, it is hard to feel. So how can you slow down a little bit more to feel more connection to yourself and then allow more flow into your life? So for me, this is 100% true. When I slow down, I feel more in flow with my life. I feel like things aren't hard. I don't feel anxious. I don't feel overwhelmed. So I encourage you to have a bit of a think about that. How can you create more slow and then in turn flow into your life? Now, that is all from me today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. As I said, these are some things that I see commonly in the clinic with my clients, but also with myself. So this is a very, it's a personal way of me sort of understanding my own body and my own emotions and my nervous system and all of that kind of stuff. So I hope that you can take whatever you need from this episode to allow you to feel more connection into your life and to yourself. Thank you so much for being here. Now jump over to my Instagram at Aligned by Nicole if you do have any questions or would like to have a chat or if there's any way that I can help you. But I hope you have a beautiful day and I look forward to chatting with you again really soon.